With this week's Press Lunch and Audio, you're going to hear from sophomore defensive backslash punt returner Isaiah Oliver, then junior running back Philip Lindsay, and then head coach Mike McIntyre. Everybody all set? Wait, wait, wait. <coughs> all right, we'll go straight to questions from Isaiah Oliver. Isaiah, can you just talk about your progression in the role of punt returner? Uh, coach McIntyre on Thursday night after the game said, um, you know, it was, it was getting you to, to catch consistently and, and all that kind of stuff. Can you just take us through the process of kind of when you started playing the position and, and how you started to get comfortable with it? Um, well, I didn't do any of it last year, um, but this year during fall camp, I caught a couple punts, uh, just trying it out, just basically for the first time and everything. Um, and then J Mac obviously got the start, and he was doing well all through the year. And then he had that um, concussion against Arizona State. So, I mean, they tried me back again at practice, and I was able to catch him a lot more comfortably and everything like that. And then Coach DePrado said that he believed in me to go back there and do it. And so then Coach Mac just green lighted it, and so then we just rolled from there. Isaiah, over here. Yeah. How do you feel this team is dealing with the noise around the program? You guys have always obviously had high expectations within it. Now nationally, there's a different perception of what Colorado is. It appeared to the uninitiated that you guys didn't handle that particularly well the other night. Still won the football game, but didn't handle it as well. Can you give me a, just a pulse check for where this football team is with that responsibility? Um, regarding that, I feel like we are handling it well. Um, we have a lot of seniors on this team. A lot of guys that have gone through everything that this program has been through for the last three years um, with the downs and the loss and everything like that. And so they're excited to, to be able to start winning and, and to reach the goals that we've, we've set for ourselves. But at the same time, they also, we also wake up every day and know that we've been trying to be Pac-12 champions ever since before the season started in fall camp. And that was before any, anyone believed that we could be able to do it. Anyone believed that after uh, nine games in the season that we'd be atop the Pac-12 South and everything like that. And so we know that every day that we come out to practice. So that's how we are able to not get caught up in the noise and all these expectations from other people because we've already, we've already set those for ourselves and we already have the highest expectations that anyone could set. Isaiah, going into to Thursday night, this, the special teams units this, uh, this season has taken some criticism. Um, so a two-part question, how good did it feel for you and, and that unit to, to play a huge role in winning that game? And then uh, secondly, how important do you feel like that unit is going to be in some close games coming up here uh, in your guys' goal games here in November? It's going to be very important because to win, win these games that we have left and hopefully uh, the Pac-12 championship, we're going to need all three phases of the game, including special teams. And that's something that Coach McIntyre has uh, talked about us this week, is that we still haven't played a complete Colorado football game in terms of great offense, great defense, and great special teams all inside of one game. We've had great offense some games, we've had great defense some games, and then as you saw at UCLA, we had great uh, special teams in some games. But we've yet to do that all in one, and so that's really what we're looking to do this weekend against University of Arizona, so we can really see where we're at. Yeah, Isaiah, uh, two-part question for you. Number one is, is the decathlon something fun to do in the offseason, and how much does that help you for football? Uh, it's definitely something that, that's fun, uh, something that I've been doing ever since I pretty much started track, something that my dad did. So that's how I got into it. But, yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. And in terms of helping for football, I mean, it just makes me a better athlete all around uh, in terms of speed, jumping ability, all of that. So all of that translates over to football. Isaiah. Yeah. Um, going back to Arizona, going home, mm -hmm. what's it going to be like for you? And how important is it for this team to treat this, uh, treat them as a threat? Uh, it's definitely for me personally, it's going to be a lot of fun being able to see my entire family and everyone like that come out to the game and be able to just play in front of a, um, like my home crowd, basically. But um, in terms of us preparing for Arizona, 
Uh, we prepare for every team the same way every single week. It doesn't matter if we're playing the number one team in the nation or playing the team that's not ranked or anything like that. So, I mean, we prepare the same way, same week of practice and everything like that, and we don't take a team lightly. Being from Arizona, the fact that the Wildcats didn't offer you a scholarship, mm -hmm. a little extra motivation for you going into this game? Um, it's not something that I necessarily think about, but it's something that's always in the back of my mind when we play ASU or U of A, just knowing that I came from Arizona and – um, I would look for those schools to offer me coming out of Arizona, and they didn't. So it's always a little extra motivation just to show them, okay, this is where I'm at now, and you know. So, Isaiah, how much are you trying to learn <clears throat> from Cheeto Bay, hmm. Tedrick, and Akella? Because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but hmm. next year those guys aren't going to be there, and right. you're going to be one of the most experienced hmm. members of the secondary. So how much are you trying to learn from those guys right now? I mean, I try to learn from them pretty much every single day that we go out on practice, just not only how they play the game of football and what they're looking for on the field, but really just how they handle themselves, how they handle being leaders of the team and being seniors and having everyone look up to them and having people ask them questions about, okay, what scheme is this and how should we attack this play and that play. So I just try to learn how they're able to handle that so that when I get asked those questions next year, I'm able to respond to our younger guys and prepare them for the season. Isaiah, out of curiosity, do you have – uh, you know, guys that you know playing high school ball right now that maybe you were on their team with or, you know, people that were in your situation that are maybe looking at colleges coming up to you now and saying, hey, what about CU? What can you tell me about? Uh, yeah, there's definitely um, a lot of those people back home from my high school and things like that that are look, um, ask me about CU and how I like it and things like that. But, I mean, I tell them that every decision is basically for them and everyone's going to have a different, different take on a different school. So, I mean, once they find one that they like, it's up to them. Isaiah, how, in your opinion, how much pride does the defense take in the fact that they, these last two games have come on your shoulders? Uh, something that we take very prideful. Um, we look for that. We, we want that, actually, at the end of the games. We want the game to be on our shoulders and uh, the game is on our line and everything like that because we always feel like we're going to be able to, to measure up to any team in the Pac-12 and win the game. So, Who's got the best hair? On the team? Uh, I would say NJ, NJ Follow, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it against UCLA, but he had it braided up and everything. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Isaiah, how do you guys view Arizona? They're coming off a 69-7 defeat. So, on one hand, they're probably playing for a lot of pride this week. But on the other hand, they might have some scar tissue. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's something that Coach Levitt talked to us, uh, the defense specifically, about. He basically just said that, I mean, once you come in to U of A on Saturday, the week previous doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter that we beat UCLA with great defense. It doesn't matter that they got beat by Washington State. Um, it, all, all that matters is those four quarters that are ahead of us. So, I mean, we're just preparing that way. We know that they're going to come out with everything they've got just to, like, try to knock us off, off our high horse and everything like that. So, I mean, we're looking for a great game, and I feel like we're going to be ready for it. Any last questions for Isaiah? Isaiah, what's the biggest thing yet that you have to learn about Um, Really, the hardest thing to learn is the rotation of the ball. Um, sometimes when the tip is going down, you know that it's going to stop a lot shorter. And then when it's up, it's carrying. So being able to see that as, long, as well as seeing, okay, where are the gunners at and the people coming down? Do I need a fair catch? Do I not need a fair catch? Having to be able to do that all at the same time is probably the number one thing that I still need to learn. Thank you, Isaiah. No problem.
Philip, I know you, got, you guys have done a, a good job this year of, of keeping your kind of one and zero every week approach. Um, now we're kind of getting into crunch time with some some huge games on the horizon. Um, how do you how do you guys as a team and you as a leader like how do you guys keep things loose um, to prevent that that oncoming pressure from from soaking in? I mean, you just keep doing the same things we've been doing. That's what got us here in the first place. Uh, everybody just needs to continue to hold every hold each other accountable, hold themselves accountable, and everything else will fall into uh, you know fall into its place. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know we're in it for each other, and that's all that matters. So if we keep 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 it inside with each other and and uh, keep this bond that we have, this brotherhood that we have, you know, uh, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to you know beat us. It's gonna be hard to be unfocused because we're gonna keep each other focused. Is it difficult not to look ahead at the two final home games? Uh, um, it's not difficult because you know we we uh, I mean we we just we just need to focus on one game at a time. So uh, we just say you know we stay one game at a time. It's like Colorado football. It's Arizona week, and you know you get a lot of hype about the games you know coming up. You know that you're looking past Arizona, but. Arizona's a you know a good physical team and we're playing them you know at their home. So we need to just uh, keep focused on the task in hand and that's playing Arizona this week. So it's not difficult because we're not going to make anything difficult. It's it's all about Arizona. Hey Philip, against UCLA, you guys are your own worst enemy, committing eight personal fouls. Uh, that was very uncharacteristic. You guys, yeah. how you, has that been cleaned up and how do you guys how did you guys address that? Yeah, we handled everything. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't like us. You know, at the end of the day, that's not what Coach Max about. That's not what uh, he's built this program, is, and that's just not what this program is about. Period. And, uh, and we, we just addressed it. We looked each other in the you know in the eyes, looked each other in the face, and just said that that's not we're not going to do that because that that would get us beat. You know, that would get us beat uh, later on down down the lines here, uh, making stupid penalties like we did. So we just got to hold each other accountable and uh, watch it. You know, watch each other because that's what it's about. Hey, Phil, Arizona just got their team kicked in by Washington State. How tough is it to go play a desperate team on the road like that? I mean, it's, it's very tough. They're going to give us everything they got. Uh, Arizona's a very uh, physical and they're talented team, you know, uh, and they're, they're looking to, you know, looking to knock, knock, uh, knock, us, knock us off and, and win their game. That, just, like, just like we did uh, for the past years. We always went into a game ready, ready to win. And that, that's not going to change for them either. So we just need to go in there and play football. You know, it's another game, and we got to go out there. And the offense needs to, to put, you know, put up the points that we've been doing in the past, and we need to start gelling, and we need to get back to playing Colorado football. Hey, Phil, to follow up on that, what does the offense need to do to get their groove back and start gelling? I mean, sometimes you just get on the low. You can't, you, you can't control it. You just, we just got to go out there and execute. That's this period. You just have to execute. I mean, our defense is playing phenomenal right now. And, uh, you know, we just need to take pressure off them by moving the ball. And it's about getting that first first down and just keeping drives alive. Uh, when we do that, then we'll score. Um, you had uh, significant uh, receiving yards as well as rushing yards. What was going on that, that made that possible? Was it what the defense was giving? Yeah. What was... What evolved in the offense that you were able to contribute that way? Uh, I mean, it was it was pretty much what the defense was giving us. Uh, the defense you uh, wasn't trying to have our receivers go deep on them and stuff. That they they were trying to, you know, they had us doubled up and you know doubled up a lot of times during the game. So uh, they, we kind of took what they gave us, and a lot of times they left me open 
uh, you know, and I was able to, you know, Kisefo was able to find me, and, uh, you know, that's, that's just it. You know, of course, we want to be able to move the ball downfield to our receivers. That, that's the goal all the time. But sometimes when you're playing double coverage, it can be tough. And then once you get it, you yeah. make it happen. Once, once you, I, you just got to get, you know, you got to make it happen. You got to, once you get the ball in your hands, you got to make a play because that's what everybody's expecting. You know, all your brothers are expecting you to make that play. So for me, I, I just need to continue to make plays, probably make you know bigger plays than, than I did in that game. As a follow-up to that, do you see teams starting to do that to you more often because of the success that your wide receivers and your passing attack had early on this season? I mean, definitely it's hard to just sit there and key on all our receivers. It's going to be difficult. So, I mean, it, it's just different game plans, you know. So, so this week they may be able to, you know, they may key on the running back and, you know, leave, leave our receivers one-on-one, which that's what we hope. And, you know, or it may just go the opposite. They may just continue to say, you know, uh, let's let's double up on the receivers and, and let's uh, see what else they can you know, utilize. So it just depends on what they what they're deciding on. I don't I don't know what they're gonna come out with. Bill, you talked about accountability earlier as it related to the personal fouls and the general nature in which you guys played or didn't play against UCLA. Does that accountability come from coaches, or is that self-policing within the program? Can you give us a sense how that works? I mean, the, our coaches are doing a great job. You know, that's that's not Coach Max's character right there that, that we shown uh, that Saturday. Uh, I mean, it comes down to the captains. Honestly, it comes down to the captains of, of our team, and that's, you know, myself, Cepho, uh, George, Jeremy. I mean, the people that they elected for us, uh, the, our, our own players elected, we got to be able to handle that. And that falls on us. So we got to go back, which we have, and it's not going to happen again. So, you know, it, people don't got to worry about that. And uh, we just got to continue to play Colorado football. Philip, knowing what you guys have done so far this year and knowing <clears throat> what's still in front of you, is there a sense amongst the offense like, hey, guys, we've got to pick it up because nobody wants to be the weak link at this point of the season with everything on the line? Oh, definitely, definitely. You you don't want to be the you don't want to sit there and and leave your defense out to drive all the time because that doesn't feel good. Like you you guys, we know each other on a more personal level, and for them to go out there and put their body on the line for us to get the ball back, we have to we have to help them out and score points. And we just got to get back to just get back to our groove. That's it. And we will this week just because we're we're more focused already. It's a, a more focused more more focused team right now. And we're hungry, you know, and that's what I feel like in the past couple of games, we, we, we weren't as hungry or we just didn't show it as much during practice. And you, you, what you do in practice shows up on the field. And what we did in practice with, for the past, you know, couple of weeks wasn't, wasn't what we were used to. So this week, we, we kind of went to square one and we're starting, you know, we're, we're getting that groove back. Any last questions for Phil? All right. Thank you, Phil. Y'all ready? Uh, you know, first of all, there's a lot more important things today than uh, this media conference. Make sure you go vote. I'm dead serious. That's what I'm going right after this. So, um, and uh, that's an important part of our history of our country, of course. But uh, um, don't take it lightly, and uh, and go from there. So, uh, we're excited about going to play Arizona. Um, you know, they beat us the last three years. Um, they play really, really well at home. Um, definitely should have. I thought they should have beat Washington there. Took them into overtime, losing 35-28. And uh, you know, Rich Rod, uh, he always has a way of 
um, getting his teams ready to roll and, and to go. And, um, you know, they've been beat up with injuries, um, but it looks like they've kind of got some things. And even though they had a rough game last week, they kind of got their both their quarterbacks are both back healthy. They're both really good players. That's a key in your offense doing well. Um, and, uh, you know, they move um, the wide receiver, Samaji Grant, back to running back. He's played there a little while now. He played there in high school. Looks like to me he's starting to hit the holes like um, Rick, Rich would want them to in their offense. So it's going to be a tough um, game for us. Our guys are excited about going there to play. It's, a, it's always a tough place to play. So I'll take any questions at this time. Mike, you mentioned voting. If you had like one college football coach for president, who would it be? Uh, David Cutcliffe. Well-rounded, solid man, very outspoken, has his way. Uh, David Cutcliffe, for sure. I'd vote for him for president. Um, I wish he was running now, be honest. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, you, you guys, um, you know, obviously started to make some really good strides in special teams against UCLA. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you guys have one field goal block, but Chris otherwise connected, um, obviously, the punt return game. Do you feel like you guys are, are starting to turn a little bit of a corner there, um, starting to get some things solidified with that unit? Uh, yeah, we, we keep moving forward. We, we've had some really good games. We've had some tough games. You know, when you're going through all your kickers and all the things that we've had um, happen, um, and th those kids are, are doing as best they can. They keep improving, and we need to keep improving. Um, I thought during the open week we worked on that hard, and I think we saw some improvement in those areas. Mike, uh, Philip just told us that he felt like the last two weeks of practice, with his, uh, from his perspective, the team had lacked the type of focus that has pretty much come to typify it previous to that. Would you agree with his assessment? And second, in a follow-up, um, the responsibility of being the hunted instead of being the hunter, uh, I would imagine it's changed to some degree the dynamic of how uh, this program moves forward. Can you talk about that challenge as well? Right. Uh, no, I don't agree with Philip. But Philip would say that after every practice, if something went wrong. I mean, he's he's after everybody. He's a Tasmanian devil. Um, you know, we had um, we've had um, you know good practices. Um, we just uh, the other night we just kind of shot ourselves in the foot, and then you know um, Stanford is really physical up front, and um, we moved the ball, just didn't get it in the end zone. You know, when you don't, you have a Honestly, I've said it before, but there was two or three play, two plays really go either way in that game. We don't get a penalty. We don't f drop the ball going in the end zone. You know, um, we um, don't have a penalty called here or there. We score a touchdown, so it's a whole different football game. But that's how things happen, um, and you have to win those football games. Um, you know, uh, the Denver Broncos have a phenomenal team, and they had a phenomenal year last year. But they had a – I'm not comparing us to the Denver Broncos, but I'm just saying on their run, people there for a while said, gosh, they're, they're, they're barely winning. They're they just kept finding a way to win. You just keep finding a way to win somehow, some way. Our team has crossed that hump now. We could not have won the last two games the previous years I've been here. But they found out how to win. They found out how to keep playing. They don't blink. They don't ever give up. And they just find another way to win. And uh, we'll start clicking on all cylinders again. Um, and I hope it's this weekend, but we will. And uh, we'll just keep going from there. But I haven't seen a down practice or a, a, a practice where I really had to get after them type of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I hope Philip does feel that way because he's going to keep them motivated, which is good. Do you mind if I follow up then? On okay, the, what was the other part? I'm sorry. Well, the question of being becoming. I'm not becoming, that smart. I can't get two-part well, questions. I'm barely smart enough to get the question out. So uh, 
of becoming being a, hunted. Yeah, becoming yeah. a program that now all of a sudden is being hunted as and that's right. a pretty new experience for most of you. No, guys. Uh, we talked about that today as a team. Um, that uh, you know, I, I talked to them about it last week. Um, now they are a, a team that basically everybody that we've played when they show up to play us, they think we're the same old Colorado. So they come with the attitude, "How in the world can they beat us?" And they come with an, a, another set of intensity. Um, and then as we keep going here, um, you know, there'll be more and more on the line. And as more and more comes on the line, more and more things are magnified. And uh, that way you've got to keep growing closer as a team, not get individual in those situations. And I definitely believe we'll do that. And I think the other night was a good, a good example for us to understand any type of retaliation, any time of getting caught in the moment and losing your cool can hurt the team for chances of doing something great. And so that's, that's a learning experience. And I think we all go through that in different levels as you move up in your job and then you have kids, you got more responsibility with kids, you know, you can't do the same things you did when you were 22, when you're 25 with, a, you know, a two-year-old. So uh, I think that's just it's a growing process. Coach, uh, sorry, you guys committed an uncharacteristic game, personal fouls in that game. Um, are you confident that's been corrected and it won't happen Yeah, you know, the personal fouls are, some of the personal fouls are judgment calls at times, okay? So you're, you're, if we don't get a personal foul every once in a while, we're probably not being real aggressive. And I don't mean that mean or doing anything vicious. You just, you better play aggressive. The unsportsmanlike conducts after the play are what I'm ticked off about. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, you teach them how to target, and every once in a while a quarterback's going to slide when you're going to hit him, and you might hit him high. You're not trying to. They call it. That's the way our, our game is right now. And that's the way it should be. We should protect them. But the, after the play, hitting a guy after the play, pushing a guy after play, um, jawing with a guy after play, that's totally selfish. That All that does is hurt the team. So you're going to have a personal foul every once in a while in football with guys running to the football, guys being aggressive. If you knock back the aggressiveness, then they're just going to run over you and run in the end zone all the time <laughs> or vice versa. So there's a fine line there. But after the whistle's blown, those type of plays are what really um, irritates me. Those are selfish. Did you, did you address that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we addressed it clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, offensively the last two weeks, only two touchdowns on offense. Uh-huh. Uh, you want to just – I know you alluded to it earlier, but you want to just kind of get into – I, I think that we'll – I think we moved the ball good. Um, you know, again, we had an unsportsmanlike conduct on the half-yard line on a second down. We had a drop the fumble on a ball on a handoff walking in the end zone. That's 14 points. Um, at US, at um, Stanford, excuse me, um, they, uh, um, we had a couple plays where we could have got in, didn't. We missed three field goals. You know, you, you get in on the one touchdown they called back on us. You make three of those four field goals. It's a whole different game. So we're getting down there. We're moving. Um, we'll start clicking and getting in there. They're also, you know, they, they made some plays on defense on both sides of the ball. And uh, we'll definitely, I feel like we'll, we'll get that clicking. You have those lulls on offense from time to time. That's why they always say, you know, offense lights up the scoreboard type of thing, but defense wins championships. you got to have good defense, and we have good defense. And our offense will start clicking and getting the ball in the end zone, and we're going to need to um, in these games coming up for sure. Coach, knowing of what went down last week between the Wildcats and Washington State, uh -huh. do you think in any way that kind of sets the bar for, for this matchup this week, especially since you guys are playing Wazoo next week? Does that set the bar in terms of 
where that comparison might be between the two teams? Uh, you know, um, it might in the um, outside realm, but truly each game's a, a game within itself. You always hear a coach say that, but that's truly the, the way it is. I mean, I don't know who's going to be healthy for our game next week. Washington State doesn't know who's healthy for the further game. Comparing matched opponents to me um, during this late in the season, there's so many things that go into it. Um, and uh, I, I don't look at it that way. I look at we got to win this game, and then we'll find a way to – Try to wait to find a way to win the game next week, um, and uh, um, so I, I don't look at it as a comparison for us the next week at all. Last year, Arizona kind of threw a curveball at you with Randall in that game. Yes, you're kind of knowing, you know, Dawkins and what he can do. How much does that kind of help in a, in a preparation standpoint? And what are the keys to just having that? Right, you know, uh, Rich Rod's offenses have always had. If they had a running quarterback, um, all the way back to the um, at West Virginia when they had a um, uh, was it White. Yeah, Pat White, he was something else. And so he's always wanted good running quarterbacks to me. And, and when he has one, he's able to do a, a lot of things in his offense and get that going. Um, he's always wanted to get his, his um, running back going on the inside zone and the, and the stretch play. Uh, he's, uh, um, so with him, it, he's able to, Dawkins is really able to run the ball really well. He's big and fast. You know, Anu can really throw it, runs it okay, but not as good as Dawkins. Um, so, uh, you know, we're, we should be prepared for that. Last year, you're right, they did get us with Randall. That changed the game on us. Um, and uh, he made some, some, some good runs, um, and they did a good job with that. I hope we're ready for that. We're, we're preparing for it every way we can. Coach, not sure if there's a parallel here or not, but do you guys feel like maybe you understand where Arizona is right now and how dangerous they could be given where you guys have been in November and how badly you were trying to knock teams off when they came in here? Yeah, um, I, I do think our, our guys have been in that situation before, um, and uh, they understand that everybody's going to come to show up to play. Uh, it doesn't matter what everybody else says or what people tell you in the classroom. You, you, know, you ought to kill them or whatever. They understand they've been in the exact situation, so I think you're correct. Hopefully they feed off that, that memory. My kicking can be such a lonely position because you know all eyes are on you when, when that happens. Um, so you have these three guys in... Think about the kicker's moms. Yeah. See, that's really tough. <laughs> that's <a great> <laughs> um, on that note, you, I mean, you, you've seen these guys execute. Uh, they, they have the ability, uh, Chris mm -hmm. and, and Davis and, and even Alex. Um, to me, the, the, the mental part of it is, is such a big thing for guys that young particularly. You guys have a sports psychologist on staff. Do you use that in any way with them? Or yeah, well, Chris Bader does a good job. We have a sports psychologist on staff. Um, and, uh, you know, we talk to them, too, all the time. And, you know, it's, you know, it's just like your golf swing. you got to go out there and do it. You, know, you can do it on the practice range. You get out there and everybody's right there. Uh, you got to come through. And I thought that um, Chris kicked better last week. I thought he kicked really good today in practice. I thought um, Davis kicked good. Uh, I feel like those guys can definitely do it. Um, they just got to consistently do it when the, um, when the pressure's on. And I think the more they do it, the more they're in that, the more they're thinking about it all week, that they've got to be the guy. I think that they get mentally tougher. I really do. As a fall, do you expect Davis to be uh, healthy for Saturday? Uh, Davis will be healthy for Saturday. Mike? Go ahead. Um, you spoke earlier about how they found a way to win. Uh-huh. Do you remember, was there a time when you said, oh, you know, this is it, and all of a sudden the page turned? And you saw them coming together, the team coming together, and actually finding that way to win. I, I you know, I had said it. Well, 
like the last 18 months before, people would ask, you know, do you need the signature when? Do you need this? And when will you do that? Will that happen? I said, it's a process, and when we're good enough to do it, we'll do it, and we'll keep doing it. So, um, yeah, you can look back and say this, this. There's kind of milestones along the way that all of those build up to it, um, from practice, from workouts, from meetings, from individual meetings with different kids, from um, all the things they've gone through to different games, positive and negative, um, that have built to that point. Um, they just don't um, – they can handle the moment now. If it's good, bad, or indifferent, if it's lull, they just keep pushing through it, keep understanding. If I just keep playing, I keep doing my job, I keep working, keep fighting, um, that, that we got a chance to get it done. I think in the past when they weren't sure about that, it was like, oh, no, and they panic a little bit or they lose a little bit of focus. I think we crank our focus up. I think we crank our intensity up and as, a, as a whole group. Did you see something this year that was like, okay. uh, Well, I, I felt like it was building all along through spring, and then I thought summer camp, I saw it because every day they came ready to go. And I would challenge them different ways, and they would always meet the challenge and I, as a whole group. And I think that's where I saw a lot of it happening. Mike, um the offense was on such a good roll through those first seven games. They yep. averaged like 44 points per game, right. tons of big plays, and then it seems like the breaks all of a sudden hit. Uh -huh. But only 15 the last two games, I think only two plays longer than 20 yards. Do you like the way they're responding to this adversity? Uh, yes, I do. Um, they're they're practicing hard. They understand, you know, where we are. We had some chance for some big plays um, that we didn't make that were there. Um, they made some plays on us um, too. Um, we just got to keep keep fighting, and and, and eventually the it kind of like like I said before, we're kind of cracking it, and eventually the dam will break again, and here we flow again. It's it, it's a little bit of a rhythm situation. We got out of rhythm with some penalties and some different things there, and that always hurts offense. You know, if you can get in rhythm, you kind of keep yourself going, and we haven't been able to stay on rhythm as much as we were earlier, and. That's part our fault and part the, the other dudes on the other side, too. Mike, can you often, uh, evaluate your offensive line a little bit? Aaron uh -huh. played uh, a bit in that game. McKinley and that front, you know, that front was pretty good. Yep. Just evaluate what they've done. Yeah, I, I definitely think that they've, they've really improved. I think they've played well enough for, for us to win in all the football games. Some games they haven't played as well as in others. Um, we knew McKinley would be a, a beast out there, um, and uh, he made some plays. We thought he would. We would, we would hope that he didn't, wouldn't just wreck the game, and he didn't just wreck the game, but he did make a couple plays that helped them. Um, and uh, we definitely we would have liked to handle him a little better a couple times, but we did handle him enough um, to be able to move the ball and, and do some things there. Uh, but I, you know, I'm looking forward to see how they, how they respond and play this week and, and keep gelling. But I think they've played well enough for us to, in all um, nine games for us to have a chance to win all nine. I felt that they played well enough. It wasn't like they were just destroyed where we had no chance. How about Sam? There was moments that were not as good as others, but there was moments we dominated too. I think there was more moments that we controlled and dominated there was than the negative moments over the nine games. How about Sam's health? Um, Sam um, should be back. Um, you know, he has that AC joint, so he's really sore. Um, we'll see uh, a little bit more. He did a little bit today. Hopefully he'll be able to do a little bit more tomorrow. Coach, what does this game – potentially mean for, for Sefa? I mean, the win against Stanford, the win against UCLA, they're of course wins, but is not smiling after those games. He's not having a grand old time. I think he knows more than anyone, and 
is the first person to admit his shortcomings that he could have played a bit better. How does that turn into a motivation factor for him heading into this matchup? I think it turns into a big motivation for him. He wants to make sure, you know, he takes full responsibility if the offense doesn't execute or score like it should. Um, he feels like that, you know, he maybe didn't play as good as he could in certain situations. Um, sometimes it wasn't his fault on different things, um, but his, his competitive attitude. He sees where we want to go, and he wants to make sure we get there. So he understands, he's mature enough to understand you know, a win's awesome, but also I can I can learn from this. I got to keep. I've got to do this better. Our team's got to do this better for us to reach the ultimate goal. And to me, that's a true mature champion. Um, and he's grown into that process. Um, you know, my my son was teasing my youngest son was teasing me when I got home against UCLA. He said, "Dad, a year ago you've been cheering and jumping up and down." And he goes, "He but he goes everything's changed now, hasn't it?" I go, "Yeah." And he he goes, "It, it should have." But he was teasing me. He was ribbing me a little bit. And uh, um, so I kind of smiled and said, yeah, I need to enjoy it. And I did, but at the same time, we're looking for something more than just a win, just a Pac-12 South win. Before we were just trying to find a Pac-12 South win. Now that's all changed, which is a good thing. That shows you where we're grown to. And I think that's the same way Cepho feels. Obviously winning will take care of everything that's still out in front of you. Right. When do you, maybe you already have, but do you pay attention to the uh, BCF playoff rankings, and when will you start paying attention if you haven't? Uh, Dave Plattia called me tonight and tell me what we're ranked. Um, you won't watch it. I won't watch it. I won't, I'll be here watching Arizona um, and, uh, and watching our practice film and, and um, talking to some of our kids and our coaches and recruiting and everything that we do. Um, academics, you wear about 25 different hats. And so, uh, but no, I'll, I won't worry about all that till the end. I will say, though, the more we're on television, the more we're ranked. I do notice that it helps recruiting. So that's a good thing when you call a kid tonight and you've gotten ranked. That's good. So um, uh, that process of it does. But as far as what our team's doing or what we're doing, we understand that we, have, we take care of everything on the field. Coach, speaking of that, are you allowed to address the growing voice for getting game day to Boulder? Uh, that's none of mine either. That's, that's another Dave Plattyism, Jason, um, all those guys. Um, uh, of course, that would be fun for our university. It would be fun for our team. Um, and uh, um, so, uh, you know, hopefully that would be great. We keep winning. If we just keep winning, things like that happen. That's what I tell our guys all the time. Just keep focusing on the game at hand. You get that game. And you get the next one and the next one, everything just keeps falling into place and you'll reach all, you'll reach all your goals. The, the other thing that's really neat is more – somebody was telling me the other day, we've had, I don't know, uh, you know, Isaiah Oliver got the Pac-12 Player of the Week on – especially we've had a bunch this year. Somebody said, well, Coach, isn't that great? They're voting. I said, yeah, when you win, you get that. When you lose, you don't get that. So uh, that's just part of it um, and because uh, you're making plays to get yourself there. So it all goes hand in hand. Mike, are you aware of what Coach Petrino said uh, in regards to the rankings, that apparently you need to have blowout wins and how he was seemed fairly dissatisfied that that's what will move you up? Were you aware of that? And then also, how do you feel about that? Uh, no, I'm not aware of it. And um, I think if you just win and take care of you, will move where you're supposed to go. <laughs> Any final questions? Thank you, Coach. Thanks All right, thank you. Appreciate it.